Welcome to the Abstract Doctors Podcast. Today, Dr. G and Dr. C speak with Director and Professor of Music at Christopher Newport University, Mark Reimer. For more information on Mark, please visit cnu.edu. Visit the Abstract Doctors for information and upcoming podcasts. The Abstract Doctors Podcast. The doctors are in. Open up your mind and say ah. Welcome to the Doctor Abstract Doctors Podcast. Abstract with Dave Steven. The Abstract Doctors Podcast with Dave Steven. And we have the pleasure of having a guest today, Professor Mark Reimer. I met him, uh, gosh, now about seven years ago. He's a professor at uh, Christopher Newport University, and he's been there, uh, I think, at the t- seven years ago, you were there 24 years. So uh, you do the math. Quick math tells me that's more than 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Mark, is <laughs> that right? That's my 29th take. year. Yeah, give yes. or take. Yeah, right, we, we round up. So, we round up here. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, it, it's remarkable how society has changed with accepting breathing techniques and things like that. Because at the time I was working with a basketball coach and we had a program, uh, the performing uh, arts medicine program. And uh, they, uh, Professor Reimer reached out to me and, uh, you know, uh, well, I think you started to have, for the first time ever, have some um, evaluations that were concerning that's and, right. And uh, tell us about it, Professor. Tell us, tell us about <laughs> what happened. I don't know. Ron, did you want to uh, continue on that thought? Yeah, nah, nah. Come on. We, Let- I hear him all the time. <laughs> Come on. Well, the issue was uh, yeah, I mean, I had been uh, the outstanding teacher from the Alumni Association and all this, and always had very, very positive student uh, uh, results. And this, I think you know, maybe it's part of like a midlife crisis or something. I don't know. But I just kind of got it in my head that I really needed to be a little more strict with the students in order to get them to focus more, you know, increase my expectations of them. I thought, you know, maybe they're not performing as well because it's my fault. You know, maybe I'm being too nice, too patient and all that stuff. So I really tried to come down on them a little harder than I usually do. And they made mistakes and all of this. And yeah, and they, uh, <laughs> they made their, back. that's right. They pushed back, back by the, I thought, oh my gosh, what oh, have yeah. I done here? And so, you know, I started thinking about our basketball team and that went from basically a losing season uh, with, uh, you know, kind of it's, you know, they gone through kind of a slump of sorts, but they absolutely turned it around and made it into the, the national finals. And I thought, you know, they're so much, I think, uh, so many comparisons between coaching and being a music director, because we're both uh, dealing uh, with, of course, a bunch of individuals, but the product itself has to be one of unity. Uh, we're both very uh, visible uh, programs, you know, the, I don't think anyone knows how our math class is performing right now, but uh, I know how everyone you know, knows our, our teams are, are performing and our ensembles because they're all so, uh, so public and so important to our recruitment as well. So I reached out to the basketball coach and said, you know, what, what, what was your secret here? You know, what did you do to turn this around? And he mentioned Ron's name. 
And so uh, I spoke with Ron about this and it was amazing. I said, well, I really do think that if it works for an athletics uh, athletic team, it can certainly work for a music ensemble. And Ron was absolutely on board with this. Hmm. Um, so Ron got to work and uh, he came in and uh, he taught the students about heart rate variability. Uh, which I know you're all doctors, so you know what that is. I had no idea what that was, but uh, he was saying, you know, five seconds of inhalation and five seconds exhalation was the fastest way to get the most oxygen to the brain, which kind of helps wake students up a little bit and hopefully uh, improve their focus. At least that's the, <laughs> that's the theory. Uh, and then in addition to that, he brought in one of his colleagues, um, Brittany, uh, to speak on positivity, uh, kind of mindfulness, um, uh, gratitude. And so, you know, during this whole breathing process, they also had to put uh, into their head positive thoughts, anything that kind of, you know, like a happy Gilmore thing took them to their happy place, you know, and we, you know, we we're very clear this could be anything from, you know, a romantic relationship to grandma, to their dog, to uh, their favorite flower, whatever, whatever really gets them in a positive frame of mind. So we did that at every single rehearsal. Um, and pretty soon it, it really did make a difference. And the students started you know, they, they couldn't wait to begin the, the breathing exercises. And a few times I wanted to, to cut it because we we're a little short on time. And I thought, well, we'll just cut it out today. And they're like, no, 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 we, we must do the breathing exercises. <laughs> and and so, so do you feel that not only did they improve, but uh, in terms of their, their ability to, to play their instrument and be part of the team, but also they just felt better Oh, absolutely. What they were doing, and, and therefore they liked you more too. As their that's teacher. right. Yes, it, it all kind of returned to where it was supposed to. The <laughs> yeah. The, the the payback for me was I, I have the email still. Um, you you told me that spring that you've had fantastic individual performances, but I remember in the email I thought it was twenty four years that you said it was the best group performance you'd had that spring uh, in, right. in your career. And I, and that, that for me, that's the joy of watching uh, young basketball players uh, or uh, performers in the wind ensemble who actually, I don't know, I only knew them through you, but it's great to see you nail it and see the <laughs> basketball coach nail it and, and, and really um, accelerate, uh, improve performance. One thing I would like to say, what you know, the breathing helps clear the mind. One of the things I remember distinctly was whether it's basketball or um, uh, wind ensemble. We have after the, you clear your head, we have to get you back to some sort of communal goal, and it can't be winning, and it can't be a perfect performance. It has to be something bigger and more vague. And with the basketball team, the culture was tough and together. And I think after talking together, we finally landed on uh, being professional and, and, right. and that they're here coming to college, they're gonna learn this. And the idea was to be a professional at this. And, 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 and then that leads your behavior after you've cleared your head from the fight or flight response. And, uh, and, and that grounded them, okay, I'm gonna be professional. I need to act like a professional. And you really don't have to say much more when you get people grounded to a, uh, a huge but vague uh, purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, what's most impressive to me is, is the, the, the colony or team 
concept that, that it instills, because it's not something that I think of, although you know, I, I work some with folks in the military and veterans as well as some athletics, and, and you know, it's something we always want and assume, but typically the things that, that, that both of you are talking about and that Ron leads on and that, that you're, you're now a, a, a convert to are things we talk about, about personal growth, personal improvement, relaxation, you know, centering, those kind of cool words, right? Uh, and, and those are important, but, but I think it truly elevates it to the next level when it takes you from a, uh, a high functioning individual to a socially integrated, you know, animal, if, if it were, you know, because I think that's the ultimate. It, it isn't, you know, and ma many teams suffer because they have a couple of high performers um, uh, who maybe are, have inner peace, uh, but 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 they don't feel like they're working as a single colony or unit, and 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 I'm and you know it makes sense synchrony, you know you know I mean getting synchronous, you know performance, synchronous thoughts, well, and you, you probably need to start from a common place. It may not occur unless you've got the right leadership. I'm not sucking up to you, but it could be right. <laughs> that you've got a leader that also buys in and believes it, which is again to, to go to. You know, that's what Phil Jackson brought in theory to so, his teams, right? Right. So, 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 so yeah. Professor Reimer, you're low-hanging fruit. That's what I call it. So the basketball... <laughs> we have surgery. We can tuck you right up there. Don't worry. <laughs> no, If I no, stand I, up I, and you see my gut, I think you'll just see how low-hanging it is. <laughs> support hose, my friend. Yeah, support support is that word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, 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 before I commit my time, I got to recognize that, that, that the leader... Is is in willing to do it himself um, because I can't teach basketball and I can't teach uh, the wind ensemble um, and so so they're, they're, you're exactly right, Dave. Uh, both these guys I had su succeeded in the past and so getting them back is is much easier. Um, I will say I did learn so you know going back seven years ago the acceptance of breathing techniques. You know, trying to tell 18-year-old basketball players, we're going to sit here and we're going to breathe together, was so hard back then. Now the military has accepted it and everybody else is okay with it now. Uh, so, but the wind ensemble, these are artists. So they're, they're open. They're not afraid of emotions. They're wide open. But <laughs> they, uh, they didn't value uh, exercise quite as much as the athletes. And the athletes usually have to pull them back. But one of the other recommendations we did with the wind ensemble was right. as you get as you get closer and closer to your big event, and you're you you have to have a level of confidence that you've practiced enough. So it might be worth your time if you're a performer, instead of practicing a little bit more, go for brisk walks. Gr start gradually increasing your physical activity because your RPMs are running hot and the doubt will creep in. You, you, and so then what you do after the breathing is you, you, you got to trust your leader. You got to trust yourself and you got to trust the process. The breathing will ground you to do that, but you got to burn some of that. If you're not in a sport and you're sitting playing your instrument, more and more and more and more, you can get in a rut. That's true. Well, That's true. Yeah, well, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. 
was going to say, and one other thing I forgot to mention is that the students started, they really internalized that whole process of uh, increasing their thought and lessening their anxiety. And so they told me they were bringing that in or taking that to their courses as well. Uh, and they said it really helped with test anxiety. And so they tried the breathing moments and the positivity, and they said, that really works, Dr. Reimer. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, one of the things, two things actually is, is if they're then getting rewarded at the end of it with this, with this creative practice or, or right. a positive test score or a great basketball game, you know, so that if that creativity is layered on top of this work that they're doing to get to that point, then it actually becomes more than just something to do or homework or a, or a, a gimmick, but it becomes part of their brain and it becomes yeah. part of, the, of who they are so that they get joy doing it, which is why they wanted to do it with each practice and which is why they're feeling confident because you, know, you need a burst of reward and creativity is the ultimate reward for the brain. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and that creativity can be playing music or painting or, or playing basketball or, you know, whatever. But, but when you bring that together, it, it goes from being work or practice and really being part of who you are. And then and one thing we're trying to push in our whole abstract movement is, you know, really is one system. And, you know, the, the, the muscles, you know, exercising and flowing and the brain thinking and the creativity happening really creates a better person for you. And you might, you're not going to always succeed. You can have stress moments. Like we all, you can, you know, yeah. I, I was, I was watching a, a special on Pele last night oh, and yeah. Pele said, look, I, I, I continue to feel, was feeling anxious before every game, every game, even though clearly, you know, he was the King, literally that was his nickname. Right. Yeah. But, but he's like, look, I know that that's going to happen, but I also know that I have a whole system in place. And it's rewarded me. So, you know, until you break the ice and you have a couple of good performances or whatever you've done, you know, you can be a little bit, well, that's gimmicky. And, and so that's why you need sometimes someone like Ron to cheerlead and to scientific, give you the scientific background and all this. But after a while, it becomes it becomes self-fulfilling. Um, but I think the hardest thing is, is saying, this is not a gimmick. This is not just for basketball. It's not like have positive imagery and see yourself stuffing the ball or, you know, right. that, that's good. But, <laughs> but the end result is when you're, when you allow yourself to totally just enjoy the creativity and realize that's the moment. And, and I, I briefly took guitar and it shows, but, but, <laughs> but my, my guitar teacher said, I've never heard a note that I didn't like it might not be perfect for that situation we're in, but we can do something with that note. You know? and, and he said, stop worrying so much about the perfection of the notes. All right. And just let yourself enjoy making them and feeling in sync with the guitar. And then we're going to work on getting your finger on the fret. We're going to make sure you, you hit it the right way and you, it's sustained. And, 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 you know, it was like, like it took it from a job or a training session into more of aren't we trying to get to the enjoyment because mm -hmm. that is what feeds this and so you know we, we were like you know a basketball player creating art is going to have a sensation of joy that that we're going to try to bring to everything and and you know obviously you got to practice and you got to have perfect practice you can't just play the same bad note over okay. and over <laughs> you know I'm not, I'm not being a nihilist about this but but you also have to allow yourself 
to appreciate the positive and the negative, then you're great when you've got way more positives than you have negative, you know, uh, performances. But but it truly is is it, it and we try to make it simple because otherwise people get overwhelmed, which is what you know you know Ron has really perfected a system. So and I don't, mm-hmm. but, but uh, professor, can you talk about some of the uh, some of the the students that have been in your um, uh, um, classes and, and and how they've done well and not well with these different approaches because it can't all be perfect. I haven't met anyone that didn't like it or didn't appreciate it or didn't believe it. I, I think they all realize the you know the intelligence behind it. In fact, this year in my conducting classes, I brought in yoga experts uh-huh. uh, and you know brought in the big Pilates balls and you know, went out on the great lawn and did all sorts of exercise and holding yeah. because it's all you know conducting such a physical exercise. Uh, yeah. So you know we're trying to expand that and that synergy between you know music and science. I, there's so much that's been done, you know, with, with what uh, you guys are doing. And I'm sure there's a lot more that none of us have even thought about yet. Uh, It's just, it's amazing. And, you know, one of the, one other thing I probably should have mentioned is that uh, programs in small uh, liberal arts institutions like Christopher Newport, uh, that's also a challenge because its faculty still have, or coaches, uh, still have very high performance expectations. They still, I mean, they're human. They still want to do well. They want to win. But some of the students that come here are very, very, very intelligent, but have many, many different uh, interests, right? Music's just one. They're, they may be a music major, right. but they have many other interests as well. And so to try to get them performing at a level comparable to what someone going to a major conservatory, which is where most of us went, is a real challenge. And trying to marry those two, someone with the ability, but not a not as much desire to do well because the schools we went to, no one had to tell us to practice. You know, people had to tell us to sleep because, you know, that's all we wanted to do. (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) right. Well, unfortunately, it's it's been a great pleasure to have you. Um, I am excited uh, that you allowed us. uh, We have an upcoming uh, publication in your your performing arts leadership journal. Uh, that includes uh, Ron Johnson, uh, abstract athlete, Dave and myself all put in our perspectives. Um, so when's that coming out? It's a great read. Uh, our final article submission is, it was supposed to be today. And uh, this gentleman just begged another COVID, few days. COVID, COVID, COVID. I know, I COVID. know. So I said, okay, we'll do it. So by the time it gets uh kind of spruced up a little bit by our uh, graphic artist folks. Uh, it'll probably okay. be another couple of weeks. Okay. Well, uh, Mark, is there a website that people could enjoy some of your 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 uh, music and uh, some of the works or learn about oh, some absolutely. of the absolutely. Absolutely. They can just go to music.cnu.edu, or they could go to CNU Music YouTube, and they can see performances there. Uh, if they're interested in Jay Polly, they can get that off our music website as well. Uh, that's the journal. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's wonderful. We really want folks to do that and to kind of be part of the community that you guys have started. Uh, when COVID's gone, I'm going to come out there and watch your performance. I want to see you know, a, 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 a high performing group that's learned these techniques. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll teach you how to conduct it. Let's not overdo it, but yeah, maybe, actually, maybe, maybe we could be talking about science while there's music in the background or some maybe. kind of, you know, we could figure nice. that, but, 
thank you so much for the opportunity to spend My time for being you. part of your journal as well as just to hear your great words. Really appreciate it. And congratulations great. on b being now in touch with the Gen X. You've done it. So I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank take, you, gentlemen. Take care, man. Bye. All the best, sir. Bye. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Thank you to Mark Reimer for joining Dr. G and Dr. C today on the Abstract Doctors podcast. For more information on Mark, please visit cnu.edu. The Abstract Doctors is produced by The Abstract Athlete. For more information on podcasts, events, and subscription boxes, please visit theabstractathlete.com. And as always, follow us on social media platforms under The Abstract Doctors and The Abstract Athlete. The office is now closed, but join us for our next appointment soon.